<laughs> oh, so, Luke, what was your topic? So I've um, I have been listening to a really great podcast called Dear Franklin Jones, and it's it's on Stitcher. And so, which means that you can hear the whole the uh, whole thing right now if you subscribe. It's it's a thing where there's like I think it's probably gonna be like ten episodes, and it'll just be like a one off. So, if you subscribe to Stitcher, you can get it all right now. If you don't, you can get one episode per week, and um, it's about this guy. He's our age. I believe he's thirty three, and he grew up in a cult. And the head of the cult, oh wow, was this guy named. Franklin Jones and it's just about he's just trying to figure out like who are like who was this guy why did he create this cult what was he trying to do or like was it a cult was it you know, it's just it's super fascinating like really I mean I just find this stuff to be incredibly interesting and extremely tragic and you see these lives like, like this guy the guy the host of, of the show his parents so his parents were in it before he was born but they did not leave till he was in high school and they were in it for a total of six 17 years it's a long time to be in a cult man and uh wow what what was the deal what was the cult like why were they what was the cultic part like so okay so i'm only about three episodes in but it's basically so they found him back in the the 70s when that was kind of a big thing like you um you had a lot of people like it was big out in LA for people just like have like a mystic shop, or, like have a thing where a kite where you would basically have a guru who would teach yeah, things. Everybody gets would, a guru. Yeah. Like it was, it was like a cool thing to do and to have. And that's how this guy got started and ended up. He had, a, he had about, I think he had one, thousand active like followers during his height and about twenty thousand who were like kind of into what he was doing but weren't like all in and it's so it's like facebook but before it was like social media yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and so like this guy's thing was at first was more just eastern stuff with a bit of more just like i am we and you are he and we are all um, together kind of stuff and then it slowly starts getting into like this is where it always gets weird it gets into the freaky all of the freaky sex stuff pretty much like that <laughs> where it immediately goes you know, it's so funny like all these things that kind of have like a really not like i mean like you can even see it throughout history with the group that became the mennonites i think it was them like it's just this weird like religious group who then all of a sudden goes like in into the freaky sex and then they're just like this crazy ass cult thing and anyway, so that's kind of like what happened with this dude, and it just grew and grew and grew. And then he, I think, so from what I could tell, like he basically kind of became a control freak. They bought this island where a lot of people um, lived. They started, and and it um, it was really weird, and just and it's very interesting because the show again is hosted by a person who grew up in this cult, who grew up idolizing this this man. He spent really the first the first three uh, episodes really are more about before. Like, you know, like his parents' experience when they first joined, other people's experience who were, like, first around. And when it started to get big and when people started to leave and stuff, it just uh, – it's super interesting, especially because this was such the thing back then. And two things about this really, really struck me. So there's there's this other guy named Jim Jones. He's 
isn't related to the guy that the podcast is named after. And he started the cult where he basically put a bunch of drugs in the punch and killed everyone. And you can like yeah, see this like video Jonestown massacre. Yeah. Huh? What was that? Yeah, it's the famous Jonestown Jonestown massacre, right? Uh, I don't know if it's that, but I would. I it's mean, where the phrase "drinking the Kool Aid" comes from? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And so when that happened, that was the end of like all of the guru stuff. It stopped being hit because it got like dangerous and it got bad. And like these things were happening all over the place. But like that was the worst of the worst pretty much and it's funny and it kind of like hit me i was like wow like this is the same time that all the charismatic like uh, all the charismatic (laughs) communities start and i just i'm not saying that like they're a cult but i just my gut is especially having grown up and and like this is what kind of creeped me out a little bit was so the guy who again the the host of, of the podcast he's our age he grew up in this his parents left in the 90s and he um so he he talked for a bit with a guy who was like a cult breaker who basically would deprogram on people coming out of cults or going and expose the cult so as the host starts to like interview the guy who refers to it as a community and it's like and like the guy goes wait stop just right there it's not that this is a cult it's not a, a community mm-hmm. and, and and the host kind of was like i'm taking it back because he's just like he, he kind of saw how even to this day when he's so far like removed yeah. and he doesn't believe in you know and, and he knows how bad it was that he still like puts it in a way that has more of a respectable tone as opposed to the cult that wow. it, actually was yeah it's it's a great podcast it's really really good and um what is it called dear uh dear franklin jones dear franklin jones and it's like the whole point is like because it starts off this first episode was like he reads one of the letters that he wrote because that's the that's the head of the cult is this like franklin jones guy it starts off with him like reading one of the letters that he wrote to him when he was like 14, because they basically thought he was God or like a God. Mm. And it's just, this, it's just this guy who like drew people in and it really kind of, and just like his own like language, especially when he talked of it, when he talked about it as a community and the fact that it got its start in the seventies, I just couldn't help, but like, you know, kind of stop and go, this is, I'm not. You know, I'm not saying that charismatic communities are cults at all, but it made me curious. Not uneasy, but not comfortable either. Well, we definitely know that there was a lot of charismatic communities that collapsed because they became cult-like. Mm-hmm. They had leaders who were untouchable, who manipulated people, who tried to control people like crazy. I don't know about the freaky deaky sex stuff, but usually there was like a sex scandal, like an adultery mm-hmm. or something like that. But and, and when we there say wasn't like, like the like within these cults, it is freaky. So like it's like horrible. I mean, it is abuse, and I mean it is just debauchery. Yeah. And I mean it's yeah. beyond. It, it, he had an affair. It's basically, a, adultery is the nice version, and then yeah. it gets from there into orgies, and then it gets from there into terrible things with like. The children polygamy. and yeah, all that just, stuff uh, and yeah, polyg- yeah. yeah 
Uh, yep. It's not. It's not uh, molestation if you're married to the 14 year old and you're like, "Oh my god, this is so <laughs> scary. How does this happen?" This is the my problem with cults with families. You know what my first response was when you were telling me about this? Like, you know, his dad was in it. Like, I understand me right now how stupid I am. But when my when I was my kid's age, I thought my dad was a rock star, right? Like you just think your parents can do no wrong. And mm-hmm. my parents are very moral people. And so my dad was always on on the side of the angels kind of thing. And I don't know. One of the things that, that shocks me is the, the dads didn't put a stop to the cult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, totally. like, like that's the thing that drives me insane is when it's like, like I can understand a teenager getting caught up or a 20 something getting caught up, but like a whole family mm-hmm. and a dad being like, go, uh, like what you want to do? What with my wife? Well, I guess you're God, right? Like, are we still on the God thing? You're still God. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just, it, and it honestly does scare me because it, See, I, I think there's some people, and this is really a junior high-ish adolescent attitude where it's like, see, all like religions are bad. And I'm like, no, because man's a religious, like he is religious by his, his very nature. But there is this thing about like, how easily can I be duped? Oh, man. I think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. I think about that all the time. And yeah, I'm, I, I totally am worried about, you know, like when you have an atheist who is skeptical, they're not going to get suckered into a bunch of stuff because they're skeptical, like religious believers. Like I, I find my, my mom has yelled at me for being skeptical and not having any faith. And I'm like, I'm a youth minister, (laughs) you know, like, but there is an element of, um, you already believe this. Why not this other thing? You know, I already believe a man was true God and true man, that that is not really bread, even though your senses tell you it's bread, you know, like all of this stuff, what's the next step? Well, I might as well wear the same sneakers as you and drink poison and wait for the asteroid to fly by, right? Mm -hmm. Like the heaven's gate cult or the comet to fly by. Like there are crazy things, but then I don't know. Like, I just think it's, it is the power of, I mean, beliefs are dangerous. I just taught a class on, on belief. And the relationship between faith and reason, belief in religion and science. And part of my class was beliefs are dangerous because beliefs cause you to screen out what you don't believe to be true, that you don't even hear it or see it. Beliefs Mm -hmm. can become very, very dangerous because it presumes knowledge where there is no knowledge, which is why we always need reason, which is why God gave us reason that we ought never to become fideists, whereas wherein we abandon reason, like rationalists abandon faith. Like, and and I do believe that all, almost all of human civilization is built on belief. Like, I believe that elevator is going to work. That's why I'm getting inside it. Um, I believe the maintenance worker did his job, even though I've never met him. Right, but there is an element where these things have to be believable or credible. The word credible means credo. I believe. Right. And, but I'm telling you, like beliefs cause us to dismiss whole groups of people, you know, and, and it, it doesn't have to be religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. The problem becomes when we, when we're irrational with our beliefs. Well, and I, and I, think, I think, yeah, no, you no, know, no, 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 
keep going. Well, I was just going to say, add, add to it. I, th- I think one of the problems with cults is it feeds on our insecurities and emotions, right? And that, and that's the, you know, and it establishes these, these very powerful, you know, feelings of belonging and stuff like that, but there's no mm-hmm. there there, right? Like the, the guy is not really, you know, connected to God in any unique way. And, you mm-hmm. know, this is my thing with apparitions. Like when people are like, oh, this is Mary and, Appar- and Medjugorje. Like I've been to Medjugorje. I've been there. And I like one way or another, it's not going to change my faith. It's cool. I had a great experience there. I had a woman tell me that I'm going to make everyone better if they follow me, which I'm always about. And I've literally been telling people <laughs> I'm Mary's the worst favorite thing ever anyone since. Anyone could have told you. <laughs> Remember, you're in that being like, "Oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you effing kidding me?" <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Luke. Don't say that about Mary's anointed. She's like, Anywho. "Who looks like a Catholic speaker? You." I'm going to play on with your emotions. <laughs> At the time, I was ignoring the woman and doodling on a piece of paper. Um, but, the, but, the, but the reality is it is very hard for people. Like, I believe in angels. I believe in all this stuff. But it's like, oh, do you believe in fairies? No, I don't believe in. Oh, do you believe in garden gnomes that are actually alive? No, I well, don't. Yeah, but well, yeah. why? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I do believe in garden gnomes, but have you seen that movie, Gnomeo and Juliet? Oh, had me in stitches. I think one of the things that's that scares that really causes me to just when I hear this, to tremble. I, I, oh, tremble, tremble. <laughs> Were you there? Um, I think it's really good to hear things like this, and I think it's good to you know allow your own faith to be viewed through that microscope without. Um, killing it but just you know it's it's just it's always good to pause and reflect on why am i doing this and one thing that really just kind of has been hitting me is i think sometimes it's very easy to hide under the veil of orthodoxy that you know i believe what the church like teaches and you know blah blah which which is like that's a good thing but it's um that's especially as it relates to belief, it's very then easy to think that because I'm Orthodox, everything I want to do is right. And I think you're correct that what really has to keep us in, in check is reason that no, you can't sleep with my wife. No, you're not God. No, you know, like, no, these, this goes against like philosophy. This goes against reason. This, this doesn't make, this is truly doesn't make sense. Um, and, I don't know. I, I just think we need to just be careful because, uh, like, cult of personality is a real thing that happens oh, yeah. in ministry all the time, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Some people just have, like, some people have that gift or just part of who they are. Like, I know with me that how I feel because it's just how I am as a person, and this honestly isn't always a good thing. If I'm in a bad mood, I can bring a whole room down easily. If I'm in a good mood, I can, like, lift the room up. And I've got to be aware of that. It's not fair to the people just because I'm in a bad mood that I need to make others feel bad. You know, and that's just, like, that's just reality. You can bring a whole room down just by your mood? Mm-hmm. Not, like, a whole, whole room. Are you, but hmm? are, you a, are you a god? Yes. Whoa! Oh, take my wife! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, iPad. No, oh, no, not Apple that wife. Pen. The other one with the apple. Not pen. that one. Oh, damn it! Take the useless one. 
<laughs> <laughs> but no, anyways, it is a very good podcast, and I think it's it. Uh, I, I actually think um, I don't know if this is what you what you'd want to do, but I'm uh, so um, I, I uh, will, but one of the reasons why we're recording a little bit later tonight is that my mom is in town, and I think I'd like to talk to her and just record it and just kind of talk about my the community that like i grew up in and i like to just kind of get her take on the whole thing and if it's good maybe we'll put it up on patreon or something cool so i just i just i want to have that conversation with her and i would like to record it the only problem is only have oh, one i lost you luke oh how about now oh there you're you're back you're okay. back baby uh yeah the um so you're, you're you think you're gonna do this you think your mom would be down yeah, I'm, I'm, so we're supposed to hang out tomorrow afternoon. So I'm gonna. Uh, Do you think ask any her. of your professors at Franciscan would listen in on it and give you a lower grade because she knew your mom back in the community? <laughs> you knew your mom back in the community. Yes, Nick Luke, your B has been changed to a C plus. <laughs> Woohoo! Still passed. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, I already have my diploma. Uh, sorry, no take these backsies. No take these backsies. Which isn't sure they did that to someone. Uh, I don't know if we should talk about that or not. What? Was it someone deserving of it? No, oh, it's just girl, a girl who mind. thought that she graduated and turns out she did not. They screwed up her train her the registrar screwed up and she did not have enough credits. She had to go back. Oh, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. I know I someone who failed it. out of Spanish even though his whole household speaks Spanish. <laughs> He had to go back and finish that. That was awesome. His name was Adam Robazzoli. That's <laughs> an Italian name. That's a very Italian name. It's so Italian, it's German. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it just means that he's fascist. Oh, that's true. Um, so are are you thinking about joining a cult? Oh no. Meaning, did you go to IKEA? I did. I did. I did. I got to get one more thing because I got to figure out how this is going to work in here. Very small room, but yeah, I'm very happy with it right now. It sounds a lot better. It does. So what did you add in your room? What did our good Patreons? So I've got a... So Wait, well, hold on. Let me just say, for those of you who don't know, last month um, I went out and visited Luke and we came up with an idea. The idea was I would give Luke the entire Patreon sum minus taxes to buy whatever furniture he wanted for his office. So we usually split it 50-50, but I gave it all to him because I selfishly wanted all the money for myself the following month to buy an iPad. But I um, I wanted him to be able to get whatever furniture he wanted for this little room so he could podcast from that room. So what did you get? Mm-hmm. So I've got a beautiful carpet. It's a Persian-style carpet on the hardwood floor. Actually, that makes a huge difference. Um, very excited about that. So thank you. I'll have a really great chair that I love. Thank you for that. And we don't have the green chair anymore. Remember the green remember the green chair? Yeah. Used to create yeah, that little thing. Yeah. Oh, that's um, so awful. I got a really I'm not sure what you'd call it. It's a bookshelf, I guess, but it's like it's got all the holes in it and stuff. You know? So I've got the, the, oh my the, vinyl. The holes in it? Yeah, well, you know, it doesn't have like a back part to it. It's 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 more like um, they're get... they're like cubbies. They're yes. like square cubbies. Yes, a cubby. That's right. Sorry, sorry. So I have a uh, upstanding cubby that I that I love, and I've got a tiny I have a tiny uh, 
cubby as well that I got. It's going to be used to uh, store some some stuff. I, I need to buy one more cubby. It's kind of tight, so I need it. So it's going to be a tiny one, and then I need to get um, some stuff for the walls as well. And then I'm going to get just a couple things to just improve the the decor of the room. But it's a little bit tighter than I thought, but it's going to be good. So did you get rid of the old furniture? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, um, I got. We're gonna get rid of the desk because I, I, I'm, I'm gonna get a different desk at IKEA. I, I went back and forth. We're gonna get um, the blue, the blue tabletop with like the 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 white wood underneath. If that makes sense. Yeah. Ooh. So, so I, fancy. I'm, I'm really excited about. It. Yeah. It was actually relatively cheaper and i and i just wanted more space i know that aaron would really i'm like that as well so now does aaron draw is that what you were telling me she does she hasn't done it since we've been married but she's a very good artist aaron's a very very good artist so she kind of got out of the habit after she was in the convent oddly enough or sorry no pun intended out of the habit i was like what pun Oddly enough, <laughs> are nuns odd? I know Sister Miriam, she's normal. <laughs> so, uh, no, but Aaron's a very good artist. Very, very good. All How come she hasn't drawn any good. album art for us? I know. Well, you know what's really funny is she's always offered to draw stuff if we want her to. And my fear is, like, what if I don't like it? Just, you know, cause, uh, cause send you all, it to me and tell her I'm really opinionated. Because <laughs> you always want to go back and say, oh, how about this? Not that. This, you know, whatever. And I just think that. Um, it's hard enough doing it when it's, when it's friends, but I really just, when it's your spouse, no me gusta. It's hard enough doing it with the lights on or lights (laughs) off. Damn it. Lights off. Damn it. Boo. You know what's weird is I'm staring at our frame, at our frame pictures of Aunt D and it's so funny. I love that we have that. What a woman. What a woman. (laughs) Am I right? Uh, Aunt D. First fan of the show. Not your mom. No. I only, way, to, way to drop the ball. My mom didn't start to listen to like seeds. We don't even like have a season like year, somewhere in year two. My mom, I don't think completely remembers that I do this. <laughs> so they have, they've never even, not because of a failing memory, just because she couldn't give two shits. So <laughs> what the, are you uh, doing with, with Luke? That's stupid. Has he gone his life? <laughs> together yet it's is that boy still down in the virgin islands (laughs) god that kid what a creep what a creep (laughs) yeah i never cared for for him i never did (laughs) what did we mean will smith yeah your friend john though that's an upstanding guy who had his stuff together he was better than all of you you know why because he was from back east he was from up north (laughs) that's what my parents if you're from philadelphia or any place up there Everything that sounds like uh, a New England Patriots fan or, you know, like anyone from that region, it's either known as back east or up north. Hey, they're from back east. You're from, uh, you know, up north, up north. You know, my parents, oh, they were fanatics, fanatics for anyone from back in that region. Everyone at our parish, everyone, they're like, uh, when I went to Franciscan my freshman year, I told my mom that I met a, a priest who was uh, Father Dominic, who was from 
Brooklyn. And she goes, did you tell him we're from Philly? That was her first response. Did you tell him we're from Philly? And I go, no, I did. Are you ashamed of your mother and father? And I'm like, why would I be ashamed? You're from Philly. That's not Brooklyn. That's kind of a long ways away. It's practically the same place. Did you tell him we're from Philly? Uh, it's, it's it's something that damn, you know. damn of it, damn, damn the whole thing was i did i did tell him i just felt like lying to her no i'm just kidding <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because we don't really have this i mean i think we do there's the sense that you know i think everyone's everyone for the most part is prideful of where they are from but besides probably texas i don't think you really have that like a lot of like where I'm from is such a core part of who I am. Like that's still there. There are a lot of cities. It's more like cities for a lot of places. Yeah. You know, like like Philadelphia, they have a lot of pride. mm -hmm. I I mean, think about it, Luke, you're from the Ohio Valley. That's I'm not from the Ohio Valley. I'm from (laughs) Dayton, Ohio. I didn't become proud of being from Dayton until I went to college and you were all full of shit because you thought flight was invented in North Carolina. And that's when I was like, oh, first in flight, au contraire. First in flight. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, first in flight. Dayton, Ohio. Honestly, it's you. Dayton's a great place to be from. Very proud of being from Dayton, Dayton Ohio. Every time I, I go back, I'm like, oh. how about Oakwood, Luke? Yeah, happy to be from Oakwood with your buddy, Brock Turner. See, nothing bad ever happened in Houston. So. <laughs> I can say that with impunity. <laughs> there has never been a criminal in the city of Houston. Uh, you guys gave everyone Mike Jones and Screw Rap or whatever it's called. So you guys have a pass. Screwed and chopped. Yeah. Aaron loved Screwed that and stuff. Chopped. She played me, and a then she whole became a nun. How did that happen? I, I we need to. I, someone needs to have my wife on their podcast where she can share her story. It is absolutely unreal. She has Why don't had, we have her on the podcast? And then um, I can just edit it so it goes down <laughs> from an hour to just 10 minutes. <laughs> no, we should. Cause, I mean, because it just, I don't know if, like, our podcast is the, because hers is, you, you, you kind of have to hear the whole story, and it's a good, like, it's a good 45 minutes. It's a good yarn. So I've, 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 I've actually told her that that when any that at whenever she's ready to share it, I want her to because it is. Um, she has a conversion, unlike most people that I know, like where she actually converted, like her whole life changed. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. It's, but then she met you and kind of backtracked. Is that the story? <laughs> yeah. Then she was like, mm, "Wow, this is." This has not been working out the way the way that I thought it was. <laughs> oh, so this is what sin tastes like. I miss it. <laughs> I expected people in their mid we're in our mid thirties, that's really weird, to be making way more money right now than you. That's odd. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm I'm, I'm fine. Don't worry, kid. Um, okay. <laughs> thank, thank you for that, Luke. That was very awkward. <laughs> A very great way to end it. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. You know, the thing about cults is uh, you have more fun when you're a member, but you make more money when you're in charge of it. I've been involved in a number of cults, both as a leader and a follower. You have more fun as a follower, but you make more money as a leader. <laughs> Dude, that's a thing, man. Like, could you I, – I actually, like, had this thought while, while I was hearing this. I do not think in good conscience 
I could ever like head a cult. But <laughs> what I, a bizarre thing we, to say. I know, but like, well, because like I think, because you know, like being a person who's, I mean, I mean, t- this sounds bad, but to be blunt, for the bulk of my career, I've been in a, like leaderships, you know, um, opposition and. Hi, I've managed a Quiznos. Next job, cult leader. <laughs> I was the AFTD at Dorothy Lane Market. I'm pretty sure I'm ready to handle this cult stuff. Um, the I managed the, the front end of cash registers at a grocery store. Damn straight, I did. People reported to me, I might as well be the Messiah. <laughs> I told them when their bricks were. So, yeah. And every so often I walk by and say, hey, did you remember to punch in? <laughs> I had a walkie-talkie where I could go around saying, and they'd be like, uh, someone with a speech impediment should not have the walkie-talkie. I'd be like, bah, 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 screw you, meat department. Bah, bah, bah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Jan. Jan from the meat department. <laughs> oh, man. Good Maybe time. she had a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of P sounds in her name, and you had to stutter over it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Was, that, was that cruel? Was that cruel? Should no, I not have said that? No, no, no. Listen, uh, where are we going with all this? This is all not going to be in there, right? You have more fun as a member, but you have you make more money as a leader. As a leader. And then you were yeah. going to tell me basically how you could be a cult leader, but well, you don't no. want to because you wouldn't have as much fun. No, I just put my I put myself in the student's mindset. Like, like I'm trying to like, how could you do this in good conscience? How could you like be so close to people and know? you're destroying them for your own gain. I mean, h- how do you rationalize that? You don't. You're crazy. I mean, not crazy as in mentally, like, you're you're a psychopath. Like, you don't care about the feelings of others. It's totally yeah, fine to you. True. Yeah, I guess, I guess you would have to be that. It's just there weird. is There is no way where a normal person, by... Uh, Reading a Peter Drucker book on management and reading a Patrick Lencioni book on leadership all of a sudden finds himself ahead of a cult. It is a systematic effort at being a depraved human person who feeds off of the misery of others for some psychotic gain. So just because, Luke, you were blah, 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 Dorothy Lane Market doesn't necessarily imply that you have the chutzpah to be a cult leader. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I, on the other hand, oh, but like I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm a pushover. <laughs> you do see this. Okay. So I'm not saying that people who are like big, who are all about certain Catholic speakers, whatever, that, um, that it's cultish because there is just a thing of like, oh, I just enjoy this person. I like their stuff. I want to be around what they are doing. I want to have an opportunity to like be able to hang out with her or him. Blah blah blah, but it's you can see how like how easy it is to be drawn into a person's personality, and yeah. I think you and I are outgoing enough that it's easy. And I, again, I'm, I'm, I, this is sounds weird. I'm not trying to say that we could be cult leaders, but I am saying that I don't. I think what we do here and like things like that, I think it's. Um, <laughs> What am I trying to say? It's a hop. Skip, I don't know, and a Luke, jump. but I am loving every second of this. Keep going. <laughs> no, because I, I, I think it's like how. I mean, really, honestly, if we were like psychopaths, how? I don't think it'd be that hard to turn catching foxes into a cult. <laughs> honestly, because you really have to think about this. 
And Everything it, about weird. this is making me happy. Never stop talking, Luke. <laughs> Promise me that you will never stop talking when like, you start on a on a cult rant. <laughs> this is I'm tired. So, so take this with a grain of salt. It's twelve seventeen. It's been a long day. Um, I really oh no, go to bed there's since. no grains of salt. We're bringing the whole damn shaker with us today, folks. <laughs> How do we start okay. by this ending with us? No, 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 no. Don't question it, Luke. Just let it flow out of you. This is Luke's <laughs> systematic way of if it just a purely <laughs> hypothetical, if we were depraved human beings. Systematically, this is how we would become well, yeah, think about, like, into a cult. Think about how much, and I'm so blessed with this. So blessed with this. Oh, Holy God, crap. here we go. I know. <laughs> oh, shit. Luke's becoming a cult leader. Uh, this is how it starts. It's happening. Everyone. It's happening. Your mom was right. <laughs> Luke was voted the most likely to become a cult leader. A good class of uh, everyone else has some like oh a nice thing. This kind of overweight kid who just looked like he played sports, but <laughs> then stopped and kind of like let himself go for a bit. He's gonna form a cult, but that's like what these dudes were. They were just like average dudes. They were average dudes from average families who then. So okay, we have a thing who had above average charisma. <laughs> yeah, we we have we have a thing that people pay attention to. That people res- respond to. The people, you know, they put. The the bulk of people who hear our podcast probably hear it through earbuds, and it it does create through the through the like through the through like medium itself a real intimate experience, which is one of the reasons why ads work so well with podcasts because it doesn't feel like you're being um, had because you aren't obviously. Please come and advertise with us, but it feels because like you know like we're going to like share with you things. That we think are important, and you want to hear it because you trust us, and you—it's a very cool like, relationship that podcasters and um, and podcast like listeners have, which is kind of—I could see—I'm not saying that it's the same same thing, but when you look at these, <laughs> shut the hell up. When you look at these gurus, these people were like going to them for things, and they were develop. You know, these people had these like insights or these thoughts that really impacted these like other people and when it goes wrong it can create an unhealthy devotion and i don't think any of our fans are that i don't think this is going on at all but i could see how we could spin it that way we can make it more about where we could basically combine us with with the message we have and if it creates as these people already have this like intimate relationship with us you know like how like how much do you trust a guy like Merlin Mann with with his opinion on on Apple stuff, hundred percent. So if he starts saying stuff, not a single mark of deviancy away from. Him. If if he starts like saying stuff that's like way off base, your first gut instinct would it be to like write him off? It'd be I don't know about that, but I really trust Merlin Mann, so I'm gonna like stick with him. Yeah, you know, and you can, can you see how that can kind of like then go to, go down a road that's kind of bad. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm Man, just saying. Merlin Mann was really critical of Apple's HomePod. I don't know about this, but I'm just going to stick it out because I appreciate Merlin Mann. Man, Merlin Mann just called me today and said he wants nude pictures of my wife. <laughs> I don't know about this, but I'm just going to just play it out. See how it happens. See how it unfolds. But it's not. Okay. Maybe maybe he's appreciative, <laughs> which means that maybe he must appreciate me for having such a good eye. <laughs> maybe he just wants to feel close to someone. And who am I to keep that away from him? <laughs> He's this is a community so after content. all. <laughs> He's giving me hours and hours of content. Oh, Merlin, okay. man, you take my wife, please. You can see the, what I'm going for here, right? No, is this way off? 
God, Luke, this is uh, probably my favorite episode. I'm not going to lie. Cult Talk with Luke. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming back in a minute with Cult Talk with Dr. Luke. <laughs> when I realized it was really, really a cult was when it all broke down. We all started to realize that things were probably at least getting shaken up that we said, holy shit, we're in a cult. And we've been in a cult this whole time. And it's not the joke that we used to make, like, haha, yeah, we're in a cult, but it's a good cult. Like, this is actually a cult. Hey, kids, do you want to start your own cult? Number one, step one, ramble. Step two, record it. Step three, post it as a podcast. Step four, Patreon. Step five, advertisers. <laughs> step six, poison Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> so tired uh, this is literally my favorite episode <laughs> even though it shouldn't be <laughs> jones executed his final plan on november 18th 1978 909 men women and children died after being forced to drink poisoned flavor aid I, I, you know there are going to be some people out there who's like did luke just say that we're all like in a cult that we're terrible people and that we like are his his like devotees and my answer to you is yes sir that is what i'm saying no that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that fandom and people who are in a cult i think cult is a sick perversion of fandom let's not forget the word fan comes from the word fanatic yeah and then listen like obviously i'm not saying if you enjoy a podcast i'm just saying that the things that go on between a podcaster and a like listener, I think within a cult, it's a weird twist of kind of of a relationship that is pretty similar. My guess is that. Well, let me more... ask you this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Do you think? Do you think that the? I'm going to anyway. Do you think that cults are really just podcasts that came too early? Oh yeah, they yeah. Just, all you need to wait was a good fifteen to twenty years, get it out there. Just you can even start with like real, with like real, uh, real player or something. It wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me if cults are having their cultic sexual practices on Casper mattresses, which I is listen. if you know. I mean, <laughs> and they're or and what they're was like, the Casper of that time? And they're you know like uh, they are was probably a waterbed uploading into the Squarespace. Okay, okay. This is all <laughs> I'm going to say. This is how I'm going to end this. And I'm not. I've only had one beer. This oh God! I can't wait. I can't wait. How are you going to end this? <laughs> At some point in time. There's gonna be a podcast, uh, there's gonna be a podcast show that's gonna turn into a cult. Calling it right now. Bam. Oh, it already exists. It's called the Joe Rogan Experience. See, well, okay, but it's gonna get real culty. I'm talking like wearing like white robes, like hanging out on like a farm or something. Or maybe uh, instead of white robes, they wear skin tight uh, t-shirts and they have tattoos and they do uh, ultimate fighting. Big fringes and they're big like Ed Hardy guys. Okay, I'm gonna take this even I'm gonna take this even a step further. If you go back to a guy, let's take the Franklin the let's take the Franklin Jones guy. He had tons of tapes. He even had had like vinyl albums of just his talks that people would buy and listen to. <laughs> so just, he's he's vinyl podcasting, which is so you, Luke. It's so me. Dude, we talked about doing that Luke, ourselves. You are a cult leader. Let's just get this started. <gasps> Am we I can, your follower? We can make so much money. <laughs> Luke, if we started a cult, what would our cult thing be, though? 
Like mm. neither, neither of us are very guru-ish. What would our yeah, cool thing we be? We definitely, yeah. <laughs> they're all like kind of like handsome dudes. No, actually, they're all pretty average looking. Um, what would our, yeah, what would our cult thing be? Would we call it Catching Foxes, or would that just be like the name of the thing where we tell people about our cultish ideas? Mm. So catching foxes, foxes would have to be something esoteric, like right? Like so, we're the guru, we're the mystic on the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. We've descended the mountaintop to be with the uh, the unwashed masses. They are the foxes that we are trying to catch, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I like it. I, and I like uh, it. okay, and basically, uh, should we make it? Should we make it like a Christian spinoff cult, or should we just stay away from Christianity in general? What do you think? Um, I think if we're staying true to form, it'd have to be, it would start off as something vaguely Christian and then get real weird real quick, which happens in okay, several okay. episodes. It's happening yeah, right yeah, now. We've, it's happening right now. Are we okay, so let's think about this. this. Yes, yes. Uh, so let's <laughs> think about this. So Luke. early. All right, go. I know. We all do. The suck it up, Buttercup. Um, <laughs> let's imagine our cultic stance is the second coming of Christ, which was supposed to happen in two thousand. Uh, clearly, and twelve. Two thousand and twelve. No, two thousand one. No, let's say two thousand twelve. We met. Okay, sorry. Two thousand twelve. No, 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 no. We're gonna say two thousand twelve, so we can involve the Mayan calendar. <laughs> um, it was supposed to happen then, but got delayed. Got delayed. Because Jesus's stepbrother, Andrew, Luke, no, Luke, no. yes, because you're the cult leader. That's right. Uh, Luke uh, decided that he would take human form mm-hmm. and enter into the world in 2001, which is when we met. So you're kind of the messianic figure, and I'm your right hand guy, not your Saint Peter. I'm more like uh, like a handler. Like, like I'm like your John Favreau in Iron Man One. Like I'm like your bodyguard, but I also race your cars. You're You're happy. You're gonna get the crap kicked out of you by Scarlett Johansson. And you know what? I'm not gonna complain. I'm not gonna complain one bit. No, I'm gonna go. But that's kind of like that's kind of like what I'm thinking, man. I'm thinking. And then, so what should our cult members do? Like you're the you're the you're the you're the kid brother of Jesus, and you interrupted his second coming. By uh, maybe going on a bender or something, and you accidentally came to Earth. Well, he got one, and you wanted yours, so it's only fair, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he got by he got one. You mean he got an incarnation? He yeah, he got he was able to like, reconcile all things to to himself. It's only fair that I now have the opportunity to do that. It's not fair that like he got that. Where's mine? No, that's true. That's true. That's true. Where's mine? And yeah, you are the yeah. little brother, Luke. And then and then what happens is. The moment people start questioning, like, this doesn't sound real, you say, his name is Luke. What was the name of the devil before he fell? Mm. And they'll say, Lucifer. And you say, it's pronounced Lucifer. And then we tell everyone your middle name is Fur. And everything just gets all confused from that point out. People are like, whoa, does that mean he's a devil? And you're like, no, propaganda. See what I'm saying? See, mind blown. Everyone reject the lie democracy now <laughs> there you go <laughs> democracy now take the blue pill or the red pill i don't really give a crap both <laughs> of them gonna get you high and then get you dead because that's what happens in a cult mm-hmm. but how would we make money though what do we need to do to make money well here's the thing okay uh we don't do patreon because those are for the same good people 
we do a Kickstarter. And the Kickstarter is for our commune. And we talk it up, but then we cut deals with the contractors and pocket the money. Ooh. See? And our commune will make, like, um, sustainable, free-range empanadas or something like that. And we tell people that we're going to convert it all to Bitcoin. So whatever they do, it's going to come back tenfold. But we don't do it (laughs) because Bitcoin's a little too unpredictable. I like this, man. So what are we going to call this episode, Luke? Yeah, Luke starts a cult. Is that what we're going to call it? I think the cult stuff should be the Patreon stuff. What do you think? Well, Luke, then we don't have a show. Are <laughs> <laughs> you joking? We've been talking for like an hour and a half. Have we, though? <laughs> <laughs> an hour and 40 minutes. No, there's good stuff in the beginning, man. All right. All right. I'll figure out what to edit out. I don't know. I think I think our other fans would really appreciate the cult stuff. The cult. I, don't know. Man, I got so tired for a second there. Seriously, or was I inspired? I don't know. You be the you be the judge. I'm just here to save you. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not the judge. That's for you. I'm just the savior, <laughs> Luke. We're Luke. not here to judge you. That's for a vengeful God to do. He thought he was tired. Turns out, bringing in a Merlin manism, he was just inspired puck, puck. that's the album art <laughs> man, uh, this show practically writes itself man why don't people pay us a lot of money to do this on a regular basis they do it's called patreon thank you to all of our patreon supporters patreon.com slash cf thank you guys very much we'll have a bonus episode up on monday maybe it'll be me chatting with my mom about charismatic community or that's just a bonus i I think the first question needs to be mom do you think i could start a cult (laughs) mom on a scale of one to ten luke your son great cult great cult leader or greatest cult leader (laughs) do you remember when i tried to start the interview with the guy from the uh io the tiber i thought that was a funny thing and he was like what i was like never mind He's like, well, I uh, feel like that. I was like, Luke, Luke, Luke. <laughs> no, don't listen. La, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, man. He didn't. All right. The sh- I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? I was going to say, is the show over? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I really do have to go to bed. It's 12. It's what? 1230. I've been on my iPad this whole time. <laughs> Coloring. Coloring. <laughs>